Hello. Welcome back. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Hi. Chris is in the middle of drinking his coffee. My bad. This I just huge, I just sent it. This huge coffee. Oh my goodness. It's the size of his head. Okay. I need to ask people like what their favorite coffee place is because I do like Dutch Bros, but it's so sugary. But it's not as bad as Dunkin' Donuts. This is just a tangent right off the bat. But mm-hmm. um we got Dutch Bros today. It's kind of fun. <laughs> but like Starbucks is everywhere, so it's convenient. Yeah. But Dutch Bros is fun to go to. Somebody recently was like, I hate it when they speak to me. What? I'm like, that's rude. Anyway. I love it. That's why I go to Dutch Bros, because they, like, infuse joy into my mornings. They have a conversation. They're human. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, sometimes it's awkward, like, at Starbucks or at other drive throughs or even, like, small coffee shops. It just, it's just awkward, because they'll be like, what do you want? Or, like, what can I get you? And then you order, and they're like, okay. I went into, yeah, I went into. <laughs> like... <laughs> but feel like dutch bros like you pull up and they're like how's your day what you got going on like what are you guys up to <laughs> dude i know people that don't like it when people ask questions like that oh god i love it it's so joyful anyway that's our intro for today so write in what your favorite coffee is or... i have to say i do not like duncan i don't, I don't, like I don't duncan, think it's good but they're really nice there too <sighs> their coffee sucks like it Somebody told me it's an East Coast thing because they get cream and sugar in their coffee. Mm-hmm. And so that's like Dunkin's like coffees with cream and sugar are good. But I don't drink coffee with cream and sugar. No. So whenever I go there and I order their like iced coffee with nothing in it or their cold brew, it's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry if you like Dunkin, you're weird to me. I don't, I'd rather have my Keurig coffee. <laughs> Anyways, so today we are going to do a little gym topic. Since it's been a hot minute, but uh, Chris had somebody ask him about creatine for their teenage son and like when to implement it, like how much of it to implement, I guess the timing of creatine. I thought this would be good because in my opinion, I think that anybody who is getting into the fitness space, creatine is going to be useful for you and I don't see why you wouldn't supplement it. Um, it is, it's one of the most widely studied supplements out there. There's so much research backing its effectiveness that I just don't understand why anyone would be skeptical about taking creatine. So if we want to get down into it, creatine is something that helps your muscles because it's going to help the ATP Krebs cycle. So if you remember back to like high school biology, talking about Krebs, ATP is your energies or your body's way of making energy and creatine is well i think it's phosphocreatine actually is a byproduct of that process and i believe that it helps like give you energy and helps fuel your performance so like for me personally i use creatine in my intra workout drink so during my workout it will be in my shaker cup with carbs and eaas So that's when I supplement it. I do five grams a day, which is like more than enough. If you're worried about creatine for some reason, I don't know why you would be. You could do three grams daily. Three grams is more than enough. I have a reason why. Why? Wait, why are people nervous about it? So creatine is really good, really great for like muscle performance and, and like building muscle, but only if you're working out when you take it. Like, and I don't mean like Noah, like you have it. You can't. I mean, that's (laughs) fine. Yeah. Yeah. But like. I'm not saying you have to be like working out while you drink it, but 
if you stop working out, but you continue taking creatine, it puts more stress on your kidneys because it's not, it's not being used. So, so like you're talking about energy pathways. So Mm -hmm. there's anaerobic and aerobic energy pathways. And so the, and I get them mixed up every time, but like creatine, you know, like if you start working out, it -hmm. takes about 30 seconds to a minute for you to start to feel winded. Yeah, like the first few reps. Or you're the like, first I can do few, it, like, and I'm steps. here. We go. And yeah, then, you yeah. know, maybe after like four minutes, you're like, oh god, <laughs> and like I'm doing a strenuous workout. Well, it's because that those thirty seconds to a minute are fueled by creatine that you have already stored in your body, and so when that's used up, your body has to switch to another pathway, mm-hmm. and so it switches to the it switches to the aerobic pathway, and that system just takes a little bit longer to kick in. And so that's why then when you get to like minute 10, you're kind of like fatigue kind of plateaus and you're like, I can keep going. Like mm-hmm. I feel okay, but it's like getting to that point. You feel terrible. Those are the different energy pathways kicking in and, and letting off and your body using different forms of energy. So if you're taking creatine, it gets replenished faster. Yes. So like you're utilizing it and, and you, mm-hmm. you, you don't have to be working out strenuously. If you're just doing lifting too, you're going to use it as well. But if you're not, it's just like sitting in your system and it has to go through your kidneys. Right. And it's, there's some substances that are harder on your kidneys than, and my friend B, who's a doctor, she said, like, it's okay to take creatine as long as you're working out. Yeah. I guess that is an important caveat. And none of this we're saying is medical advice, by the way. I'm just going to disclaim that. (laughs) We're not giving medical advice here. You need to do your own research. And if you were completely unsure after doing your own research, I, I would just, the next time you go to the doctor. Just ask your doctor. Because... I do think, like you said, if you have compromised kidney or liver function, you probably shouldn't supplement with creatine. And the creatine we're talking about, or that I was like referring to in my intra, is like the powdered source, Mm -hmm. because we actually get creatine from our food sources as well. So, like if you're eating a balanced diet, chances are you're getting creatine in your diet already. But the supplementation of it is like to help your performance in the gym. Like Chris was saying, whether that's like with your sprints or your top sets or just your weightlifting performance in general, that is what we would supplement it for. But yeah, if you have questions, go to your doctor. We are not doctors. (laughs) We're not doctors. Yeah. And so that's why person that was asking me about creatine, you're going to want to take it depending on what you're doing. But I think creatine is probably the safest one these days. Mm -hmm. It will make you retain water. Sometimes. I... So it doesn't make you retain water under your skin. Like you're not going to look bloated and watery. It's in your muscles. It's in your muscles, right? It's intramuscular. So you might see the scale fluctuate like up once when you start. And I think that's another, that's like why some women that I've worked with as well have been hesitant because they're like, oh, I heard creatine makes you hold water. And it's like, well, yeah, when you start supplementing the creatine, you may see the scale trend upwards, but if you're consistent with it over time, that's not going to be an issue. Like I don't see any scale effects from creatine and that's just me. Like that's anecdotal. Of course, take that at your own discretion, I guess. Um, but personally, I encourage all of my clients, all of my athletes, and I know that the coaches on my team do as well. I encourage them to supplement with creatine because it's only going to help your performance in the gym and that's what we're most focused on is like enhancing that performance in the gym and obviously with these kinds of things if any if you start taking creatine and you feel weird side effects or you feel different or something's off Mm -hmm. that's like a sign you need to not take it and maybe you should go see a doctor if that's happening because 
it may not mean that you can't take creatine. There just may be something else going on. Yeah. And so things to watch out for, like, when you take any supplement is, like, changes in, um, like, urine. We're going to get a little weird here. But, like, <laughs> you're, so, like, especially, and this happens, um, it's called rhabdomyolysis. People just call it rhabdo. But it's, it's basically when you're, when your body is so stressed and it breaks down mm-hmm. too much of your muscle because of your work, you're working way too hard, um, too intensely in such a short t- period that that stuff leaks into your harmful byproducts of muscle breakdown leak into your, you know, the wrong pathway <laughs> and they get stuck in your kidney and they enter your bloodstream and you get stuck in your kidney and like people can lose limbs and yeah. things like that. And so if you're anytime, anytime, good rule of thumb with like waste is anytime it doesn't look normal <laughs> really is if it's red and you haven't been eating beets, go to the doctor. Probably an if, issue. If there's blood anywhere, that's an issue. If so then rhabdo, the, your urine is actually brown, not like, you know, dark, you know, but like, you know, tinged. it's almost like orange sometimes you yeah. haven't, but like, it's not like that. It's like brown, like and that means you need to go to the doctor right away because it can kill you really fast. And that's with like anything, like Chris was saying, with supplementation, you want to make sure that you're consulting your doctor or you're getting blood work done. You're being responsible about it. I really advise against like following people on social media, seeing what they're taking. And then, you know, you go out and you buy the same supplements and you try to do the same thing that they're doing because that's very dangerous. And I just think before you take any supplements, you need to have an idea of what's going on in your body. And so getting blood work done, like at least annually is important. And I know a lot of people's doctors will let them get blood tests done, but they're very basic blood tests because unless something's wrong, doctors don't want to give you a comprehensive blood panel. Like if, if they see no reason for it, they're not going to write that up for you. So if you need like, I would recommend going to uh, Life Extension or LabCorp or Quest Diagnostics, and you can pay out of pocket, buy your own labs, and just run everything from, like, your CBC to your thyroid to your hormones, like, and then that way you get a good idea of what's going on internally and, like, what you need to supplement and what not. Like, for example, for me, I was taking a zinc supplement last year, but I eat a lot of beef and steak. And so I got my blood work done and my zinc and like my ferritin and my, my iron and my ferritin levels were like really, really high. And we're like, okay, so obviously like my liver and my kidneys are kind of having an issue with everything that I'm consuming and the supplements that I'm taking are not helping. So we pulled, we actually pulled out certain supplements and that helped reset my body. And I actually felt a lot better too. Like you don't always realize that like what you're taking every day might be actually hindering you instead of helping. So just, I know that was a tangent, but just like a word of caution on supplements too. Well, in my nutrition class in undergrad, he said that, <laughs> excuse me, you'll never have a, for like a normal average individual, I'm yawning, um, an average individual, you're not going to have somebody be like, you're never going to have vitamin toxicity from just eating. Right. So there's, there's not, we couldn't eat yeah. enough. Your, your stomach would stop you from eating before you got too much. And it's not like your stomach's watching out for your vitamin levels, but just the amount, yeah. <laughs> the volume of food that would you would have to consume to, uh, you know, have toxic levels of vitamins in your body or supplements is almost impossible with regular food. Um, I think he said a polar bear liver is the one thing that could give you, like, 
because it's so high in vitamin A because of where they live. Um, so, oh, wow. So I just didn't don't, know that. Just, so just don't eat a polar bear liver. Um, they're endangered anyway, so please leave them alone. Um, leave the polar bears alone. Yeah, you guys. <laughs> no. I know you guys love polar bears. You guys got to leave them alone. We got a lot of polar bear hunters listening to this pod. Yeah, I, God, I hope not. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you are, it's kind of cool, but like, please stop. It's scary. Yeah. But yeah, so that he said the only way you would get toxicity is if you were like eating... Like, for example, sweet potato has a lot of vitamin A. So if you were eating, like, a ton of sweet potato throughout the week and every day taking um, vitamin A supplement, that could be an that issue. Would be, yeah. There's four vitamins that go fat-soluble. They're the ones that store in your body. The rest, it's A, D, E, and K. And the rest of these vitamins, as per the research right now, are water-soluble, which means they get flushed out every day. Mm-hmm. So A, D, and K gets kind of stored in you for long-term use like in your eyes isn't that weird to think about it's kind of creepy <laughs> it creeps me out like our organs you put it in your eyes. eyes um but yeah so just something to keep in mind is that you can n- almost never for like an average individual never get vitamin toxicity or out of range levels if you're just eating just from eating but like noah was saying her zinc was off be- probably because she was getting enough zinc and taking the supplement yeah. And not to her fault, just saying. I, yeah, I didn't know. Like, you didn't I, know, I, and I that's, just... that's why it's important to go get blood work done. That's, yeah, exactly. Especially if you feel something's just slightly off. I know another common one is with vitamin D. So not not a lot of people get enough vitamin D like from the sun because either A, we're out in the sun and we're wearing a lot of sunblock, which is good because you want to prevent um, cancer, but also like you need to get vitamin D somehow. And I've noticed, like, with a lot of athletes that live in climates where the sun isn't out all the time, like, we're lucky in Colorado, the sun is out all the time. But there are some it's areas... It's so harsh here. It is harsh. So it that's is the hard. other problem. Like, it's, it's like a... It's a hard situation, but people those... People get burned like crazy here. Those people who live I mean, in, like, the... Um, like darker climates or the or maybe you don't go outside enough maybe that's what it is you need to like check your vitamin d level levels and then you may need to supplement because vitamin d can actually like deficiency can actually lead to feelings of like depression and that's where sad comes from right which is the funniest acronym for a medical condition it's so accurate seasonal effectiveness (laughs) disorder i think everybody's pretty much heard it now i think it's ironic (laughs) it's like oh i have sad and people are like what i'm sad <laughs> but like it's real i mean i, I this, this year's like the first year it actually like daylight savings time made me sad because i was like oh god it's dark <laughs> right oh i but, get it every year but now this is the time of year i don't like mm. because it's, so, it's like it's like daylight at 5 we are not the same <laughs> yeah, i love i freaking love it the sun is coming Girl, up at 5 30 i'm like oh my god no no it's up <laughs> i got up at 9 30 this morning granted Oh Listen, gosh. the abs are still in the Stanley Cup. Very depressing. Wish they ended it last we, We're night. not going to talk about it. We're not going to. Abs in five, abs in six. Abs in six, baby. Yeah. Abs um, in six. And if it comes to it, abs in seven. Abs in seven. <laughs> we, you don't know. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to be a wreck if that's the case. Um, oh, gosh. Don't be like me and don't go on a bender because of the Stanley Cup, but it's fun. So, you know. Um, you only live once. But, yeah, so I got up at 930, <laughs> given the circumstances, and... No, I was like, I was like, are we meeting up today? And I just knew before I looked at Instagram, I was like, oh God, Noah's probably been up since like four. <laughs> and here I am. Here I am. Are getting we still up at 930. And I go, are we still on to, for today? I got to get up and get ready. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over here like, 
what was I doing? You did cardio. I, yeah, I did cardio. I took Murph for an hour walk. I was doing laundry. I got to do leg day. I got a meal prep, grocery shop meal prep, vacuum, maybe brush Murphy. Is it vacuum like your no, ab vacuums? <laughs> I do have to do my ab vacuums. I've been neglecting that, but I have to vacuum this basement because it's getting a little dirty. Anyways, you guys don't need to know any of that, but I just, I have a lot to do and I love getting up early. Okay. We're human too. But yeah, yeah. And like, and like doing all that stuff because then when like 3 p.m. hits, I get a little tired and I'm like, oh, I can just sit and watch Grey's for a little bit. Like, cause I did all this stuff previously. It does feel good. I, I will say, so if, if you have seasonal effectiveness disorder or depression, they do suggest, which depression's hard because it, <laughs> you don't want to do anything, right? But they do suggest you go out in the sun, mm-hmm. in the morning sun. There's something about, like, the sun in the morning that is affected. The research shows that people yeah. that go out for, like, a 30-minute walk from, like, in between 7 and, like, 10 a.m. have, like, better mental health than people that go out even in the afternoon or not at all. And so it's like seeing the sun in the morning. And it's so true, though, for me at least because – or if you work out early in, the, early in the morning or you're thinking about – making that switch is hard, but if you're thinking about working out in the morning, it's so nice because then you do everything else for the rest of the day, but you're mm-hmm. like – I did something this morning already. Like, I had that's for me. Like for me, it's like I I accomplished I something think today. There's research behind that actually. And the endorphins make you feel good too. Yeah, there's a Huberman Lab podcast that I listen to about like morning routine specifically, where he talks about that. Where he's like, there's like an optimal time throughout the day to like do certain things and like the first three hours upon waking, like getting thirty minutes of cardio, getting sunlight exposure, and then um, cold exposure that's like the perfect way to set up your day apparently for like making you a more productive human being and actually what I've been doing is I wake up I do my fasted cardio I come home I walk Murphy so I'm out in the sun and then I take a really cold shower and like I don't need coffee for like three hours after waking up like I, I love coffee but like I don't need it because I get that energy boost from the cardio and the sun and then the cold exposure therapy oh no Oh god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I have a I have a fly trap on my desk and Chris just put his hand in it. I'm so sorry. Um it's it okay. washes out easily. If oh, you've done this before? <laughs> I ha- actually I have gripped it, so <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> You're good. Okay. We're back. Okay. Um my hand's sticky still, but that's fine. Um Uh Yeah, so I do feel that I, I'm like a coffee fiend, so I need it to be like mentally here. The days that I like work out early and like got enough sleep mm-hmm. are the days I feel like there's days where I don't need, like I don't have any coffee and I'm like, oh, so I'm kind of the opposite. <laughs> I'm also in we school. Are, and we like, are the opposite, but that's okay. That's what makes it so fun. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so it's like important to get sun exposure but then if you supplement i think where you're trying to go maybe is with this is that if you supplement with vitamin d in the winter mm-hmm. yeah that's probably fine because it's it's the ones that most of us are deficient in because we're not getting it from our diet it's probably okay to supplement but like i don't know i think it at the end of the day like to know what to supplement you just need to get the blood work done mm-hmm. you can look at your vitamin d levels on blood work yeah so yeah do you have anything else you want to touch on yeah, I kind of wanted to talk about... I got, This is a long time ago. And by long time ago, I mean this person wrote in in December. Um, oh. But I responded. Okay, but, okay. Um, 
I haven't had access to the Jimish Pod Instagram <laughs> for like months. I just got back in, so we're good. But I'm really sorry if you guys DM'd. Chris has been taking care of that for us. Um, Barely. I, like, I, was, I see it all. I see it all. And I really appreciate you guys, like, when you repost. But when, it's usually I'm not in a good... You're either working or in school or doing something. Like, it's not that we don't care. It's that, like, we are managing our lives. And then the Instagram, like, the podcast Instagram is definitely a priority. It just it hasn't been. But it is for us yeah i mean we 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 appreciate you guys even if we don't respond like i see it i see what you say i'll try to respond if it's a question yeah and and if i mean i do respond if you guys say you like the podcast or whatever so keep that coming like tell us what you don't like what you do like but yeah this person wrote in and said hey guys love the podcast i have a question when i do legs i get extremely sore for about five to six days how can i reduce the soreness or avoid it altogether so with soreness Unfortunately, it's, it's part of the deal is the answer I gave. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we've talked about like, I, I've always suggested getting water or like if you drink enough water post-workout, like we're talking like, so the post-workout period to me is like 48 hours. So if you're working out every day, that 48 hour period is like ongoing, which is just easier. So you just stay hydrated, you know, um, and that's important. But like if you work out maybe Monday and Thursday, your your post workout period for lifting is that 48 hours after you lifted so it's important to get elevated levels of protein around that time to get you know your gains or whatever so like drinking water is really important if you're really into it you can invest in a massage gun both Noah and I have one mm-hmm. and it's they're really nice um they hurt a lot of it sometimes they really hurt <laughs> but um those can help and also just um Working on your mobility and flexibility, too. And then I would say that as you keep going and as you keep doing it, you'll get less sore. Yeah. I think the beginning when you start working out is going to be, like, the worst of it. Because at this point, like, when I work out, I barely get sore anymore. Like, I, I will have, like, a really difficult workout and have minimal soreness. But it's because I've been lifting consistently for years and years and years. In the beginning, when you start lifting, you're going to feel the soreness. And it is kind of, to me, it is kind of unavoidable at first. It's just you have to consistently continue to show up. And like Chris was saying, there's, like, massage guns. You can foam roll. If you have a lacrosse ball, um, you can massage out those, like, really tight trigger points um also getting body work done like massages or chiropractic work like it is an investment but if you're investing in your health fitness wise I do think that those are things to consider um a foam roller is really easy to get you can get one off of Amazon you can get one from Target you can go to Dick's Sporting Goods like they, there's plenty of places you can get a foam roller and those are really nice to have and use especially for soreness and then also like Chris was saying I think it's important to get enough protein because the soreness that you're feeling like your muscles are literally being torn down like there's micro tears in your muscles and then the 48 hour window of rest and recovery is when they're able to build back up and you're usually going to feel that peak soreness at like in between 24 and 48 hours is when you're going to feel that peak and so like the next day you may be like oof and then you know the day after that you're like oh boy it's a little bit worse yeah um but that goes away the more consistent 
you are working out. And like the more you continue to move around, like I've found that like if I do a leg day and then I have two rest days in a row, like my soreness is going to be like really intense versus if I do a leg day and then the next day, like I have upper body and then I like walk on the treadmill, like get getting the movement in the next day, I think is important. Not that it has to be like super intense. <laughs> Not that it has to be super intense, but I do think that it helps to continue the movement. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, the only time it'd be concerning is if you did very little and you were, like, so sore you could barely move the next day. Then you need to see a doctor. Um, I just realized this person actually unfollowed us. <laughs> so oh, really? This person oh, did funny. not respond to my, like, fourth mess, my next message. It's okay. It I think happens. I think they took it wrong. I'm never gonna be rude, but I have a weird way of speaking. They told me what they do, and I said, I said, uh, that doesn't seem like it'd be too intense, but I may be biased. And I didn't mean like you're not working out intensely. I meant like it doesn't seem that that level of working out would elicit like the the soreness you're talking about. I'm not saying you're not working out intensely because oh it's all based on the individual. But so maybe they didn't like that. I don't think they even read it. They didn't even read it. Anyway, get your question and get out, I guess. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's for soreness. It's kind of part of the deal. Mm. I like it. <laughs> and I think I like it in a, some weird masochistic way. Um, I like it because I, I'm a fan of like knowing that I worked out enough to like elicit, I don't know, that's word of the day, um, to elicit a response in my body that I can mm. build off of. I don't know. I know people that hate it. Like one of my friends hates being sore. It's like, I don't like it, but it's also like, it makes me feel good because it makes me feel like I'm actually improving. Doing something, yeah. I guess. Yeah. That's that. So, uh... That is, that is that. I love yeah. these. They're like short and sweet and to the point. I yeah. hope you guys like these too. Yeah. You, guess what, you guys? We have 14,000 streams total. That's crazy. On Spotify. On from, Spotify, From across yeah. all of our episodes. Which isn't a lot, but like, it is a lot. It's For, a lot. Based it's a on lot. That, just us starting this <laughs> a year and a half ago and only having 30 episodes <laughs> yes so please please keep it up keep engaging with us if you want we're, we're yes, gonna be please. better we're gonna be better because noah's gonna see this stuff faster than i will probably and so she might be able to respond but i'll also respond and we'll be better about that tag us in your story when you're listening you can tell us your favorite parts or things that you relate to you know just if you feel like engaging, do it. We're yeah, we're really chill. Like uh, I, I know, like just don't be rude. That's my <laughs> only thing. If you're rude, I'll be rude back. That's all. I love to talk to everybody who like messages us. So I, yeah, I just appreciate it. It's awesome, and I hope you guys got something out of this. And we'll be back very soon. We also have 250 followers on Instagram now. Oh wow! Remember when we were that's at 100? Crazy. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So that's cool. So thank you. Um, thanks to all the new people. And thanks to all the old people. <laughs> uh, the OGs. My parents still haven't listened to an episode, but uh, it's fine. Oh, well, my parents My boss do. did. My boss was like, this is excellent. I was like, oh my God. But yeah. Okay. Yay. Thanks, guys. Um, if you have anything you want us to talk about, go ahead and let us know. Uh, the ish stands for improve sleep hydrate. Yes. Bye. Peace. Keep your hand out of a fly trap.